Hello, and welcome to season four of the Pivoting Out of EDU podcast. This is a podcast designed to provide you with the inspiration, confidence, and strategies for transitioning out of campus-based positions in education. Hosts, Drs. Jamie Hoffman and Tom Studdard, pivoted out of campus-based positions, hold senior-level positions in organizations, and love it. What started as an idea that they thought might benefit a few is clearly filling a need across the nation with education professionals during the Great Resignation. Jamie and Tom are excited to be back for another season with over 25,000 downloads across our first three seasons. So have a seat or take a walk. However you listen to podcasts and get ready for ideas and inspiration. And if you think this podcast was awesome, please consider giving us a five-star rating. Hello and welcome to Pivoting Out of EDU. I'm Jamie Hoffman. And I'm Tom Studdard. And hey, everyone, welcome to season four. Listen, my voice got real high pitched there, but that is indicative of my enthusiasm right now because who would have thunk? Maybe you all listeners would have thunk. I'm not sure, but I know Tom didn't think we would get to four seasons. And when I say didn't think we'd get there, it wasn't a matter of like, were we capable? It was more a matter of would the demand really substantiate and justify the continued effort? And it sure has. And so we're here. We're really excited. If you are new to the show, just kind of want to remind you the purpose of our show is to help folks who are pivoting out of campus-based positions, might be K through 12, might be higher ed. Could be student affairs, could be academics or faculty folks, um, and but to just help folks pivot. And most of the ways that we do that is by showcasing other people's pivots. Sometimes we throw some strategy sessions in there and the like, but that is the show. Um, and, and the reason why we do this is because Tom and I both pivoted out of our campus-based positions and um, we love it. Uh, we certainly both would agree. We miss all of the things folks probably are worried about leaving in K through 12 and higher ed, but we're glad that we've made the pivot. In today's intro episode, we are going to be doing a little looking back on our first three seasons and share some thoughts about those um, episodes we loved. We are going to tell you what are some new things in our lives and with our podcast. And of course, we're going to foreshadow what is coming this season what you can expect. Yeah, I am beyond excited and also flabbergasted that our little idea that we baked up when we were on vacation together and actually not together, separate, but wound up at the same place, uh, has turned into this podcast that um, drumroll is really close to 30,000 downloads in three seasons. I, I, I never, never would have thought that. And uh, a part of this is really thinking all of our guests that we've had to the show over the first three season, but even more important to thank all of you for listening to it. Uh, we believe that we are just one of, well, two of, uh, you know, thousands of people that have made the pivot. And the fact that you all come here and listen to our advice and to our guests uh, is really heartwarming for us. And so thank you for coming back uh, episode after episode and now season after season after season after season uh, to listen to the Pivoting Out of Eating podcast. 
So Jamie and I wanted to do a little bit of a look back uh, because we have hit the fourth season on what were our favorite shows. And if you're listening and you were a former guest, it's not because we don't love all of our guests, Um, but we did have a few favorites because of the advice uh, that was given. I'm going to share mine and then Jamie, I'll ask you to share your two and maybe tell us a little bit, you know, about why. So my first one is Dr. Alexandra White and, uh, Jamie wasn't actually able to join us for this episode because she was, um, she was, I believe, taking her daughter for a run that day. Uh, it was a, a woman's uh, march movement uh, run. And uh, that was obviously way more important than the podcast that we were filming. But Alexandra White was just amazing. Her story was so great, how she had taken the skills that she had learned and parlayed it into a business that really focused, focused on DEI work. But more importantly, she was one of the sort of people that spearheaded giving back uh, to um, to the community by starting the student affairs mom uh, or uh, student affairs moms group. And I really loved that. Uh, for those of you listening, if you haven't heard her story, it is episode number 24. You can access it on our website. But her spirit, her excitement, her love of what she does now, but her love for giving back to the student affairs community was just invigorating. I, I filmed, We filmed the episode on a Saturday, and I always come into my office to film the episodes because... I can trust the Wi-Fi um, to not go down because I'm hardwired in my office. And I remember being so energized after speaking with uh, Dr. White. And so, Alex, if you're out there listening, thank you for being one of my top guests. Really appreciate it. The second episode for me was very special because it was it was one of the first people from my company that I had asked to be on the show. And it was Alyssa Lahar, who sadly is our former chief human resources officer. Alyssa recently took a chief people officer role at a different company and it broke my heart, but I know she's doing great things. Uh, that is episode number 17. If you wanted to listen, it was, it, it was around, uh, well, the, the show title was color. Yes. Cover letter. No. Uh, and I love that because for all of you who have ever worked with me, you know, that I do not like pops of color on resumes or, um, or cover letters. Um, and she sort of corrected me that that was okay. But more importantly, I don't like cover letters. And she agreed that that was not a good thing. Um, but Alyssa just really spelled it out. Like what a human resources officer is looking for when they post positions, when they go into the hiring process, what they look for. And if you haven't listened to that episode, it is a great lens into what the HR folks are doing. Mind you, the HR folks are rarely the the hiring managers, unless you're going into HR roles, but if you're going into customer success or whatnot, they're the ones that are doing the screening and and what it is that they're looking for is really important. And um, Alyssa is also one of my most favorite people on the planet. And so Alyssa, if you're out there listening, which she probably isn't because she's not a pivoter, um, know that your contributions were super valuable. So Jamie, talk to me about your two favorites. Well, just so you can get extra love from Alyssa, I'll make sure and send the episode to her. But Okay, my two, and I don't necessarily have a huge desire to like move to your company per se, but it just so happens that I really loved episode number 33 with Jenny. Oh my gosh, what's Jenny's last name? Jenny Campbell. We also had her husband on the show. We did. We That's right. We did. Okay. So Jenny Campbell. And I, you know what? I loved it because I learned a lot through that episode. Jenny broke down for us what customer success is. And I don't think I've ever had someone kind of just explain it in such a consumable way. 
And I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. And also she talked about how customer success has evolved over time and, you know, where it came from as far as account management and stuff. So I like that. It's a favorite too, because I think I know customer success is just so parallel and transferable for especially student affairs folks who are serving students. So it's like, you know, student success, customer success, it's just so useful, basically. Okay. The other one I liked for a totally different reason, and I agree, Tom, like I am very, very thankful for all of our guests on the show, but I really liked, we were invited to do a crossover episode with NASPA. They have a podcast and we had just finished season one and we got a message requesting us to join and do a crossover. And I was kind of impressed that um, they were willing to sort of address this issue straight on. Um, and the issue being the great resignation. And so it was with Dr. Jill Creighton and um, it was a great chat. And I just, I really appreciated that rather than sort of trying to avoid and pretend like we weren't here. And, you know, to be fair, we, we do have a lot of guests that come on and are, are, kind of bitter about their student affairs journey for one reason or another. And they did work through the pandemic. Tom and I did not. And I don't think we're really bitter about it. We just chose something different. But I don't know. I thought it was just kind of brave and interesting that they were interested in joining forces. So yeah, those were my favorite episodes. All in all, we've had some really great guests on the show and we really appreciate everybody that has joined us. And you know, in all honesty, we, we we very rarely have somebody that says no. And usually the reason that they say no is because their company might not allow it. So it's been great to get the diversity of higher ed professionals, transitioning teachers, and then folks in the profession to really give us insight into customer success and HR and project management and talent acquisition, et cetera. 100%. All right. So we're going to move now and talk about a couple of new things that have happened since our last season. I don't know, maybe I'll do a specific episode on this, but two changes I wanted to share or two updates. One is personal for me. I actually made another pivot. Um, So as many folks listening already know, I was working in ed tech for five years after leaving of campus based experiences. And I was overseeing student uh, support. And then I recently made a pivot into a L&D role at a financial institution. I am only three weeks into that new role, so it is a little early to, to share too many things, but um, it has been amazing, and I am very glad I made this decision. I was heavily considering a campus-based position, believe it or not. And Tom was like, you crazy lady. Um, but I I still think I would have loved that campus-based position and the people who uh, I would have worked with. But um, this other one was offered to me and I just realized it was time for something different. And so far, I it, my decision is validated. And I think maybe I can do a little short on that at some point in time, but we'll come back to it. So I just wanted to share that with everyone. And then the other thing that's new that's occurred is that 
kind of based on popular demand, Tom and I have expanded our individual consulting services to basically try to scale them up a little bit to help more people. And I don't think we've actually talked about this on the show, Tom, so it's worth mentioning that we created a LinkedIn group called EduPivoters, which is a up to about 3,000 folks inside there. And there's a variety of resource and job sharing. And that's a great place to be if you're not already. And we also launched some group sessions that allow for us to deliver content to a small group of folks up to 20, sometimes 25, about niche topics like resume writing, interviewing, We have a kind of overarching um, pivoting 101 top tips session. We have a branding yourself navigating LinkedIn session, a few others. So check out our website to learn more about those. The feedback on those sessions has been really, really positive and we really enjoy them. So, you know, check them out. We're offering them different ones each month at different times. And it's been kind of a fun thing to kind of get a glimpse of what the need is and find a unique way to meet that need. So thank you all for showing your engagement and excitement for those resources we have to offer. We didn't necessarily come out of the gate as Tom didn't expect that uh, we'd still be podcasting and neither of us expected that there would be such a need for consultation services either, but we've actually worked with over a hundred people at this point, helping them with their pivot. And we're seeing about 80 some percent of our folks that our clients, um, they're getting an interview within the first couple of weeks. And about, uh, I think it was 67% are getting a job within the first three to six months. So great stuff. And we love doing it. It really fills our bucket. So thank you everyone for that. And now Tom is going to foreshadow what is ahead this season, season four. Yeah, so each season we have really tried to focus on a variety of things, right? Whether it's um, the actual pivoters themselves and their stories or or looking at the different types of roles that they've moved into. Or in season three, we really tried to focus on some of those non-traditional roles like real estate or healthcare. This season, we've made a really active uh, decision to really just have a really solid diversity of backgrounds. Uh, so that includes folks that are in higher ed and student affairs for sure, but you're also going to find that we are interviewing a few more K-12 through folks because we recognize that the quote-unquote hashtag transitioning teachers has really taken off, and we want to make sure that we recognize that our K-12 through peers are actively seeking employment outside of a campus-based position as well. In fact, I literally just got a LinkedIn message that I was tagged into by the head of sales at a company based out of Seattle that said, have you ever realized that when you hire a former teacher, they are dot, 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 absolutely great. And that's because teachers, higher ed officials, whatever the case may be, we are great. We are, we do really well outside of campus-based positions, provided that we can get there um, and that somebody opens that door for us. And so we're going to see a diversity of backgrounds on the show this, this season. We're also going to do a few what we're calling strategy shorts. Um, And so we're looking at topics around interviewing, around your social media channels, particularly LinkedIn, about resigning your current position and the emotional quote unquote trauma that that brings. 
And we're also going to talk a little bit about the decision pyramid tree that Jamie and I have put together to help you think about your pivot before you make your pivot. So we'll we'll have some great strategy shorts, and we're hoping that those are going to be 10 minutes or less and just filled with advice. And so we're really looking forward to season four. Not only our guests are fantastic, but obviously your hosts are too. With that, we just want to thank you all again. We're just so blessed and so thankful that you all have uh, joined us for this journey. We welcome your input, your feedback, your nominations for future guests. um, And we look forward to working with you. If you are looking to make a pivot by helping you with your resume and cover letter or your entire journey from soup to nuts, we're here for you. Visit our LinkedIn page or our website at www.pivotingoutofedu.com. We hope you are as excited for season four as we are. And enjoy the season. And remember, you can do this. Thank you for listening to Pivoting Out of EDU. In addition to our podcast, we offer various ways to get support as you work through your career transition, including digital resources, one-to-one consulting, group workshops, and cohort-based blended learning experiences. For more information about these services and show notes, visit pivotingoutofedu.com. And if you haven't done so already, join our LinkedIn group called EDU Pivoters, where we share job opportunities and foster engagement between those who have pivoted and those who want to pivot.